Hello everybody, as usual I'm your host Blah. So listen, it's the UK Packers podcast, Daryl, me and you are on one today. Um, it's going yeah. to it's gonna be a silly goose time I think because... It's going to be a very silly goose. Well I mean it's off season slash pre-season slash mm. I don't know where we are. Yeah, it's like people are just hanging out with us at this stage, you know. I, I mean if you come to an off season podcast, now I do have information to impart about the Ooh. trip. Ooh. I'm excited, Tingle. are you excited? Uh, where are you getting tingles? No, hold on, don't answer that. Oh, stop that. In, no, stop that. In in my stop, jellies. Stop that. In your jellies, yeah. I'm gonna need. Um, I'm gonna need two. I'm gonna need two tickets. One for me and one for my excitement. Ex- Spanish for excitement. Yeah, yeah that's fact. Uh, th- just don't look it up. Um, yeah. So no. we've we've got to talk about that. Some details about it, and also I want to give people some of the machinations, some of the um, details, as they say in Italian. Uh, um, Machiavellian. Machia- yeah. Machinations. Machiavellian machinations. Yeah. It's um. It's gonna die and come back to life. It's all. It's all generals and stuff. So yeah, I've got to. Um, I want to fill people in and keep them where they're at also uh, it was my birthday yesterday yeah you're so old <laughs> oh, I know yeah um, I really am um, uh, I don't know why I'm laughing because I'm older than you yeah, you will catch up on me eventually yeah what don't look that up no no but there's up. yeah that's, it's science it's science yeah you don't need to look it up just uh, trust us um, so that's the thing Nate said uh, he told people in school um, that it was my birthday and he said it was one of his other kids birthdays and I said they just talk about what age it was and he said no I said well what age is your man's dad and he goes I don't know 40 something and I was like yes and I didn't feel so old you know yeah, well, do you, know, do you know what's scary, though, is when you're young, you think every adult is ancient. Yeah. So back when we were young, because obviously daddy was very young when he had us, the dirty dog. But he, uh, I remember his 27th birthday. Do you? Yeah. I remember his 27th birthday badge because I was going around wearing it and I thought he was ancient. Mm. I remember the neighbours up the road, won't name them because we're obviously listeners to the podcast, as is yeah, the rest of, of the world, whoever we want to list. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember they had a, because mum and dad had you off when they were like 19 or something ridiculous. Well, 20, um, I think 20 and 21. 20 and 21. Now we're not talking teenage parents here, okay? This is teenage not some sort of situation bags. where they're living in some... Teenage dirtbag. Teenage, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it was the nasal voice on that that really annoyed me. We are on one today, but there was a, there was a neighbours up the road and I think he was 30. And they had their first child. And I was like, oh, my God, freaks, you know, and it's amazing the way, you know, stuff has changed. Well, look, do you know what happened to me is I went out. I remember it clearly. I went out on a Friday night with the lads in mm. college, just went out for a few pints and I woke up with a wife and three kids. No idea how that <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Stuck in the parental vortex. Anyway, um, speaking of vortexes, will we get on to talking about the schedule? Well, we can, you know what? We can throw the schedule talk in with the tour here. Yeah, um, yeah. And talk about it. Well, the schedule is juicy. I'm really excited about it. I mean, I say this every season, but there's yeah. always standout games. And my standout games are, um, and without getting too serious, but it's a big one to start going to the Saints for the opener. Mm. That's going to set the tone, I think, um, because that's obviously pretty manky. Then I'm looking forward to the Seahawks for reasons which you will divest shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, the not, well, of course, then the Chiefs game, another big one. Yeah. It'll be two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, uh, Jordan Love versus... <laughs> I was going to say, is that where you're going with this? Oh, there's someone absolutely um, cacking pants here on the yeah, so The Chiefs game is going to be brilliant, as always, mm. fireworks. And then the novelty this year in this schedule for me is the Browns at Lambeau on Christmas Day. So That's going to be exciting. How are we going to navigate that war? I mean, is it, do you know, because you know what we were just saying in pre-prod, this is going to be one of those moments where me and you, we can be like, sorry, honey, kids, um, I have to, daddy yeah, has to work. go work. Um, and then we can work. post all this inspirational stuff on Instagram, like, 
the grind never stops when really we're just sitting down eating nachos half cut watching the game yeah drinking bailey's coffees mm. do you still see the browns as a poo poo tea i mean you know it's the word browns means brown poo to me uh, <laughs> um, not all times but baker yeah, mayfield I mean, and the crew i mean they do you know could be good. Do you know what's a you know what's it they're a bit like they're a bit like i won't they're like a plucky team hmm. that should on paper be beatable every time, but they dig their heels in and sometimes they can pull these results out of the bags. But yes, they're still a poo-poo team. But more importantly, analysis, checking the schedule and everything else that goes with it. <laughs> go on. I mean, I'm talking breaking news here. Oh, go on. Oh, go on. But the Bears, yeah, they still suck. Mm. Yep. Apparently we played them twice this year too. That's novel. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Never, I mean, that's unusual. That's unusual, it? yeah. Well, it's yeah. really unusual to play them three times. Hey! Um, yeah we are totally on one today yeah look it's uh, what stands out to me is that first game is going to be well first off is Aaron Rose going to play blah 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 and we haven't mm. had too much clickbait I've been looking for it too, I I've have been, been looking for it yeah I've been baiting those clicks one. and you know it's I mean I'm glad it's actually gone away because we actually have some some decent stuff to talk about now mm. we can definitely talk about the new rookies we have God bless them um, but we've got what cut down days not until the 4th of September so it's a long way out but if if A Rod doesn't turn up on this on the eighth of June for the first mandatory session, then we start finding him. Then I think we can start clicking the bait again. But yeah. until then, I mean, there's no news here, nothing to see here. No, there's a couple of proxies coming out. I mean, there's a couple of his mates coming out and saying it. But I had to. Oh, I just I was pulling my hair out, and I've got as you can see, I've got quite you a lot. Quite I've got quite a lot. Quite a bit. Quite a lot. Um, so for an old person, for an old person, yeah. I mean, the hairline's holding up, so that's not really. But uh, like when I when I look at these things, like Matt, match match night, match night, night, not to be confused and is not related to Yash Nightman. Uh, Yash Nightman. And is a related. distant relative of Gutekunst. I love hearing the media. I love hearing the national media trying to say because they just see the name obviously on the sheet five minutes before they have to talk about some hot take and they're like oh my god how do I say this good kunst uh, but yes match um, he said um, every time uh, he said in a tweet well before that when they were talking to Gudekunst when Gudekunst first came out he was like look we're gonna bring in some camp arms so Matt come out and said uh, <laughs> it's, very, it's hard on the throat when we say his name so much early Matty yes um, so he came out and said like look here's the story and obviously Gudekunst was getting ahead of it and also just stating the obvious because they do it every single mm-hmm. year and then they bring in Blake Bortles and yeah. then there's all this like oh, he's like 170,000 years old well no hold on he looks 170,000 years old but he's probably 26 you know he's one yeah. of these guys who just looks old like um, Diego Costa another guy Benjamin yeah. Button style but he doesn't get Sorry, younger if you want you know? to pretend you know how to play his name it's Diego Costa sorry I always like it's like him. Fred from Man United it's Fredge Fredge because you know I speak Portuguese and to that I say ah! so yeah. this is going to come across really well I'm in the video studio today by the way um, nice yeah you look better studio. sitting there I don't know why yeah I've got the studio lights on me. I don't know why I did that nice no, nice see. creepy we're on one today we're on one today anyway um, so we've got four quarterbacks now well we've got three definites <laughs> yeah hold on I took offence actually because Pete Bukowski um, of and I should have had this prepared beforehand. But Pete Bukowski of <laughs> was doing that at um, you know the long-haired uh, you know messianic. Is that what can we say messianic? Yeah, Is that a word? I think we can. It's not messianic. But anyway, um, yeah, at him because messianic. Messianic. Because he had a hair tie on his hand while he was throwing the ball, as as Ooh. a hair tie wearer. And we call uh, by the way, we call them guy ties. Yeah, I used to be a hair tie wearer, but mine was mm. more of the mullet. 
type, but I mean, it was it was of its time. I was fashionable at the time. I don't know. I think you missed one because look at Royce Newman. I mean, he's bringing the head, the mullet back. I mean, it's uh, shame. By the way, it's Royce Newman go sounds on. like a place you go to buy a mattress. I'm just I'm just heading down to Royce Newman's to pick up the new mattress. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's, that's to... all the notes I have on him. You know, I've mm. gone through all the nine players we took, and then that's the only thing I've written down. Mattress store on, yeah, solid. I don't know. It, it seems like a place you go to get bad haircuts. No, I just went down to Royce Newman. Yeah, it shows. It shows. That's yeah, too much lettuce at the back. No, no, no carpets. You know, carpets. it's he's. All, but you know what? It's all business at the front and there's a party at the back. Royce Newman's your place to go. We could do a jingle on that. Anyway, we're totally going to... Like, it's, we're eight minutes in now. People have been, are none the wiser. I hope they're still joking. Yeah, they've basically just switched off. Anyway, can, you, can we can we talk about the most important thing? Can we talk about the trip? Can you yeah. give us some details? Which is the Spanish uh, for details. details. Yeah, it is. Um, So, the it's to the Seahawks, right? Now, the reason it's to the Seahawks is... And, of course, um, every time you release it, it's it's unfortunately not going to suit everybody. We went week oh. one once uh, again against the Seahawks, actually. Yeah, look, if I could select um a different team, I would. However, when you look at the Seahawks, you know, they're still a damn good team. They've still got a quarterback who punished us mm-hmm. in the past uh, you know I'm still still not over the NFC Championship game let's face it now we've we've spanked them uh, every year pretty much since then I believe I think we've won every game um, I'm probably missing something so obvious now and some smart arse is going to go and, and tell me about it but like when we look that's at the schedule we listeners. that's why we, we need listeners um, to keep us you know, on the straight, straight and narrow. Um, so Pittsburgh Steelers would have been a great game but it's far too early um, you know it's 10-03 look what we have to consider above everything else here is the whole Covid situation um, and an awful lot of the young people, uh, the young people, they're not going to be vaccinated by that time. Of which you like. are not one. Because well, you was, are now I was gonna say. old. I know, yeah. Uh, so that's the thing, though. I mean, there's an awful lot of young people expressing interest in coming. And look, the prerequisite is, and there's no official notice on this, but from speaking to Ben at Touchdown Trips, who you can contact now, by the way. And if you want information on it, go to ukpackers.co.uk. And there's a, there's a whole heading at the top called 2021 Lambo Tour, which surprisingly brings you to all the details on the 2021 that Lambo is very tour. convenient. Very convenient. Uh, so he has kind of a landing page where you can register interest. So you don't even need to call him or email him. He, he'll he reach out to you, which is great. Um, and we've dealt with him now for years. The trips are second to none. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, people aren't going to be vaccinated by then. So that was a non-runner. Then we go on mm. this real grisly at Bengals, at Bears. We're at yeah, home it for... it turns into an absolute nasty nine It does. Yeah, like, and I mean, the Washington football team, I just don't think that would have the draw, to be honest. Um, and, you know, it's well, still a bit early doors. they don't even have a name. It's like yeah. yellow pack football team. Random, yeah. generic football team. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the one you get in Lidl. Um, so yeah. the Washington football team. Lidl? Are we saying Lidl really? Well, the ads say Lidl. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, the ads say. Lidl. Yeah, but that, do I need to, that's like when they did that thing where they changed the name Moro to Morrow on the ads just to really rankle with people. Yeah, I don't think we can say Lidl. So are we saying Lidl is the Robert Tunyon, Robert Tanyan of the supermarket? I think world? it is of supermarkets of box box retailers. Yeah, yeah um, I think we're going to say Lidl. Mm, okay. Next thing you're gonna we're gonna be start talking about Aldi as opposed to Aldi. Oh, Jesus, yeah, or Adidas against Adidas and Nike against Nick. Um, it's never Nick. Um, Arizona Cardinals then um, away at the Kansas City Chiefs. So the next game that we come back in that grisly stretch is the Seattle Seahawks Week Ten. It's the sweet spot with the weather where it might actually be relatively okay too. The weather's really another key point here because let's face it, cold is not as much fun as everyone thinks it's going to be. No, it's not. I mean, we've experienced it at Leinster Games, but I've personally experienced it in Lambeau and Lambeau is an unbelievable magical place and I believe actually the, the game we went to was in November too. Um, and it wasn't late November either. It was, it was around the same time as what we're going. And look, you can get a suntan over there, surprisingly sometimes, but also yeah. you, you get punished with the weather. Um, so definitely bring the long johns. But that's why the Seattle Seahawks game is chosen because the rumours are is that some of the 20-year-old you know, age bracket are not going to get vaccinated till potentially um, September, August time. 
and they have to wait between 12 to 16 weeks to get the second yeah. booster. And if you don't have that, so the guidance is you have to have both vaccines. Um, you have to have a negative PCR test before entering the stadium and also before getting on the flight, I believe. So that's that's the story there. Um, now, Ben at Touchdown Trips, if you don't have travel insurance, he has it specifically covered for COVID. Um, and also he's offering PCR tests, I think, for £45. They're about 100 quid elsewhere. That's right, yeah. Um, well, when I was coming through the UK just recently, uh, coming from Cayman, the mm. PCR tests were shocking expensive. Yeah, and, so. and that's what he said. And look, the thing is, we're a fan group. We're not a business. And I know we do razzes and we sell t t-shirts and stuff like that it's all a supplementary service of you know building up the the fan group and and going together as a group and all that kind of stuff and we're actually a charity when you look at it we um yeah, we much. feed packer addicts yeah and uh, not our family but that's the thing i mean it's not a money-making venture so all of this stuff with the trip and all of this this is not me trying to sell some marketing ploy of like oh get your pcr test and we get a fiver off each one none of that comes to us um, it's all bam but it's very handy um if you uh, how long is the trip um, so this is what the debate is, right? So we want to get in a college game, but not everybody likes the college game. I don't personally follow college, but the Camp Randall Stadium uh, for the Badgers is unbelievable. So we went one year and it was one of my favorite experiences of the whole trip. Obviously, Lambo trumped that and everything else, but the Camp Randall, it, it's just insanity. Now, if, if the stadiums are back and the student section is there and they only roll in in the fourth quarter to do that jump around, it's just it's unbelievable. And I got to see Jonathan Taylor in the flesh. And became obsessed with him then because he was do just. Do they have a Zimmer Frey section for me? Because I won't be able to hang out with all the kids, obviously. They, do you know what? The, it's it's so mad. The the atmosphere is unbelievable. I saw that it's like you know college uh, movies where they have people tailgating on top of houses yeah. and stuff. It is. It's exactly that. It's everyone going around in dungarees. I saw a guy in a wheelchair get a beer pegged on him from a height. He caught it and shotgunned the beer. I saw people throwing footballs Amazing. into the crowd just to catch it. I mean, it's just. It's an. It's wild. I mean, it's it's bonkers. It is exactly like you see in the movie. So here's the deal. The way the trip usually works is so it's November fourteenth, which is the Sunday. So we'd fly out on the Friday. Uh, now there's an option if people want the college game to fly into uh, Chicago. Drive to stay overnight, which is apparently it's good crack. Kind of town, Chicago. Chicago. Is. Um, so we stayed a night on on Friday night, and then Saturday because the game will be early because it's against Northwestern. Well, then we go to that game, and then after the game, then we take the trip up to Green Bay. It sounds like a great idea. The only reservations that I had was is that not everybody wants to go to the college game, and I don't want to add that extra expense on for people. So the plan is is Ben is looking at the two pricing structures for us. Doing it that way and then also going up to Green Bay and getting the bus down on the Saturday and then back up again uh, for all the people that actually want the college game. I just I'm conscious that I don't want to add extra expense, which is exactly why um, some years I choose not to fly direct into Green Bay because it literally mm -hmm. adds three to four hundred yeah, yeah. pounds onto the price, which is I mean, you can get the transfer for very little then uh, compared to that. Now, it is super convenient, but the drive is actually grand. It's like three hours on a motorway. Um, I've actually driven the bus myself one year. I won't be doing that anymore. White knuckling it up to Green Bay. So the way it usually works is we fly into Chicago if it's a normal trip coach transfer up to Green Bay it's about three hours it's nice and handy we stop over at a place and get donuts and coffee and all that three nights at a Green Bay hotel uh, you get your breakfast included which is actually decent and there's a couple of options you, you could choose to be beside uh, Lambeau Field or you can be outside and just get Ubers in both absolutely fine we've done both uh, end zone teats for teats end zone teats so we're going to uh, suckle on cows right so after we do that yay! we're going to get yay end zone seats uh, you'll be glad to know for Seahawks at Green Bay now look it says end zone and I know if people have been to soccer or rugby and you're stuck behind the goal and you can't see the action 
Um, Green Bay is a sunken bowl. There isn't a bad seat in the house. I promise you. Now, I deliberately went for nosebleed seats. Um, I think it was two years ago, maybe now, three years ago. And uh, the, the view was actually amazing. And all the footage you saw on the group account was literally me recording that inside the stadium. And I, I saw Aaron Jones go in for two or three touchdowns um, against the Raiders. Unbelievable game. Um, there's also the tailgate before the game, which is unlimited food and beer. And it's not some gimmick where you get a token. You literally just take whatever you want when you want. Um, and it's the same with food. So it's laid out like a carvery buffet style and you just go up and take it. To f- ah, the old Buffett. But I'm the tell- old Warren the Buffett. The old Warren Buffett. But Daryl, I tell you, the, the and again, it's not me trying to plug it um, because I do this every year I wouldn't do it if it was if it was trash I literally go over every single year and lead the tour um, and the food is amazing I mean it's proper Wisconsin German Belgian influence brats it's burgers it's Yummy. pizza uh, there, there was some people actually that asked about um halal uh, style I don't know that'd be something that you'll have to find out off Ben mm. and there is probably some sort of a vegetarian option I would imagine um, you know because it's, it, it's literally it's it's tables upon tables of food it's outside the atmosphere is ridiculous also there's a meet and greet with an alumni player at that and what I would say is and, and not to go on too long now, I'll, I'll finish up now because I'll come back on when I actually have the details and the pricing because we don't have that yet um, is that the meet and greet is at the tailgate but look we are so used to Green Bay now it's almost like a second home so we get informed of all of the player signings and we will personally go to them as well. So people in the past have got Aaron Jones, Brett Favre. Um, I don't think, I'm trying to think that Aaron Rodgers do one of those charity things when we were over there as well, but the queue does, tends to be quite big for those. Yeah. Um, and there's the uncertainty around him and everything else. But look, that's how it shakes down. The trips have varied in price. So the one that we did against Oakland was uh, 1230, which of course they changed their name after that. Uh, that was in 2019. And then the Eagles then at Packers was 1495. It literally all depends um, on how many you share with, um, what the time of year is, what the transfers mm-hmm. to Green Bay are, if we're adding the college trip. Um, you know, if you you can upgrade your tickets as well, if you don't want to be at the end zone, by all means, stay at the end zone. Honestly, it's a fantastic, you know, bargain basement stuff. Um, but if you want to move up, people have moved up to the half halfway line. Um, so yeah, look, we're getting pricing for all of that because Ben has to wait for his American vendors to get back and all of the different components of that trip to put it together for us. So my priority is getting as many people over for as cheap as possible because once you're over there, it doesn't matter where you stay, even though the hotels are great, don't get me wrong. Um, Lambo is a once in a lifetime thing. And excitingly, Daryl, you are going to be joining the trip this year. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, you'll meet me in So we need to check out what the bail requirements are for Mm. jails in Wisconsin. Well, true story. A couple of lads every year get a lift home with the police. Um, And usually... See, free lifts. There you go. And the the thing is, it's not actually uh, bad. They end up talking to them and the police go, oh, you're from England, you're from Ireland, wow. And then they put you in the back of the squatty and they they give you a lift back to the hotel. So it happens every single year. I I guarantee you free lifts home with a little bit of delinquency. Yeah, you might get a detour to the prison if you're a bowl boy, but if not, then it's fine. Let's let's try not to do that. Um, Let's get on to... All sounds good. So that all sounds great. So if you want more information at info at ukpackers.co.uk, also talk touchdowntrips.com forward slash UK Packers uh, the website has that tab you can go on Ben's email and phone numbers there tell him we sent you because it's a special sort of separate tour and um, to everything else and again there's some pictures there of people being wild there's actually one there of Scotty with a policeman uh, and that'll go to show you and good old Tom Cole's there with his top off with the dungarees that happens every year I mean it's it's an absolute blast um, and if you're wearing dungarees you cannot wear a top that's a rule I think again don't yeah. look it up, but it's probably it's, science. It's probably science. For me, my body, no. Uh, so, Daryl, tell us, uh, we can't look into too much of the whole rookie camp thing, but it did happen and some nuggets did leak out. What caught your eye? Uh, well, what caught I mean, Eric Stokes, I was mm. stoked about him at first in general. Nice. Um, I think he's really good 
he still stands out. I mean, looking at he's an ex bulldog. He's the cornerback we needed. He's mm-hmm. four point two nine second forty yard dash with Georgia, which is the second fastest in this year's draft or the fastest in his group. I think he's a perfect foil for Jair. But mm. the, like, it's funny when you look at what we did, and this always happens. I think it happens every year when the draft happens. You're more. You're. We were delighted. You know, the Packers drafted so many. Like we've we had ten selections. We added nine. What a great haul! You know, eight of them are from Power Five. Uh, conferences six of them had spent four years in college and three mm. spent five which is key for me to be honest because we, we talk about these players and i keep banging on about it but we these players don't come out what they're not they're not fully cooked no. when we get them yeah but the longer they spend in college obviously the better um it tells you more about sort of the you know how seasoned these kids are when they think to themselves now COVID had obviously something to do with this. They stayed in college probably a little longer than some of them might have otherwise. But it shows mm. the maturity when you get them when they've decided I'm going to spend a long time here. I'm going to perfect my craft as much as I can yeah. before I go for the draft to maximize my chances or whatever. But we're basically getting them as cooked as we can get them. Mm. What I find is the amount of downers that have come out since where people have gone, oh Eric Stokes, yeah he's got bad hands though. Uh, you know he's 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 really fast but he can't catch. Um, you know and then looking at the other ones. Um, I'm just trying to think of I'm looking at my notes here oh yeah so Royce Newman the guy where you can go to buy carpets or mattresses you know <laughs> his versatility his versatility is key but you know could he be a starter but he's got small hands they're only yeah. 9 inches and you're going oh come on yeah. like they're rookies they're rookies you're not buying people you're buying them on a punt you're buying them based on the limited information you have on them as to whether they're good or not they're still malleable. These mm. are kids that we're going to turn them into something. No, a, a great so point. Would you give them a chance. Great know? point. They're not even developed yet. I love when people don't no. take the field. Oh, the worst one, the worst one that I've saw in a while. And again, this company do themselves no favors. And we have been associated with them because we were offering money off their packages and stuff. Their their analytics is good, but they Jesus, they come out with some clangers. They were talking about the top five tight ends, and they put one that had just been drafted this year into the top five, leaving off Bobby Tunyon. Uh, who like tied tight ends and touchdowns you know it's just uh, like you just that's the clickbait you just don't need but apparently that's yeah. that's the way the media works now i mean it's negativity will generate clicks so it's become well, a, it does, you it know, does. And I mean, obviously there. i'm here talking about it so obviously they've proven their point but i'm very excited about stokes i think he's really good um i think he's a perfect foil for jair as i said mm. will he be more than cover for kevin king though and i suppose that's let's face it that's what he was taken on for he's a buy to cover king that's um, Darryl, that's the interesting it, thing for me right because we have to they have to decide that now i know it's not this simple but they have to decide almost like who's who's number two there i mean is it king or yeah. is it stokes you know yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd sort of assume it's king because like he you know people go on like he's absolutely useless when he's not and we can't be naive to think they're not going to play the packages where we're going to see an awful lot of guys out there so it's not going to just be a like oh who do we pick blue or red you know it's going to be a case where they can play both but um yeah. Yeah, apparently uh, reports out of camp are saying that his feet are just stand out really quick. One thing that stands out to me was when Mike Petton was talking about uh, Tyree Kill, and he'd been drafted late. Um, and when they looked at him on the field instantly at the rookie camp, they were just like, oh, Jesus. Now, what I would say is there's a caveat there. You're comparing rookies with rookies. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you haven't brought back the veterans who are just on a different plane. Um, but, you know, Tyreek Hill stood out instantly. They said, God, you know, no one can cover this guy. And uh, apparently there's a couple of reports coming out from the Packers camp that says, um, you know, Stokes, his footwork is is ridiculous. And also Amari Rogers looks like yeah. a little unit. Like he looks like a Randall Cobb and he's fielding punts like no man's business. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've read about Amari Rogers as well. At least we'll have one Rogers next year. But the um, 
like they're saying that he's he's going to be the slot receiver to replace. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's face it, Randall Cobb has faded, and it, they're saying he's he's not explosive, but he's crafty. Mm. They're going, oh come on, like <laughs> they're not going to be everything to everybody. Yeah. And also the other one, the other one that uh, caught my mind outside of Rogers as well, Josh Myers. Uh, we obviously took Myers over Creed Humphrey, and Creed was obviously people that spent a lot of time looking at him. Um, he's got a bit of nasty to him, and actually that's one thing I've noticed about all of the commentary on most of the rookies that we've had taken on. They talk about nasty. They talk mm. about athleticism is obviously something that Packers look at first up they go is the guy athletic is he big is he athletic these yeah. two generally don't go together but weirdly enough in nfl they seem to breed these kids i don't know how they do it um but one of them then actually that struck me as pretty interesting was kylan hill yeah um apparently he clashed with mike leach uh, you know and was basically dropped for the last year and so this they, they said like he's an angry kid you know great you know what? Let's let's take a kid on like that. You've got a kid who's come in with a serious point to prove, who's who's fallen out with a coach who got bad reviews as a result of this sort of personal clash. Mm. You've got this young lad who's coming in. He's got a point. He's definitely got a point to prove. He's going to come in and say, "Hey, look, this is what I can do, and I'm going to show out the world and everyone that you're missing out. Look what I can do." Uh, and that's great. So, but I have noticed there's a little bit of nasty coming in. Maybe that's just the way these kids are now. They're they're angry and motivated, but. I think that's one of the things that people keep saying about them. They go, oh, he's he's an angry kid. He's he's you know he's aggressive. Yeah, great. That's what you if want. If you can be yeah. a big, athletic, and nasty, mm. take that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it depends on the position, obviously. But yeah, Kylan Hill, he's yeah. made some um, serious waves. But again, you know, I think the media start to lose a run of themselves once they get a good few clips and videos of him, and he does look quick. Um, but again, I mean, there's precedence there for it. I mean, we saw the trouble, the trouble, and I put this in massive, massive air quotes with Aaron Jones and the story about him in college and. You know, this whole yeah. suspension thing. And when really that was absolutely involved with that. Like it was yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, and he's the, he's the nicest, most respectful guy from military uh, college um, school that, that you can have. You know, and it's just, it's laughable sometimes. And the Packers have always kind of shied away from people who have mm. a bad backstory. But I think they're getting wiser mm. now to say, well, how... You know, is it a character issue, really? Um, but it's a good point you raised, though, about the extra years that some of these guys had in college, because although we didn't get to see some of them more, you know, the criticism for some lads in the draft guide was always, oh, he came out a bit too early, he could have done with an extra year, um, and he has been in. And again, what you say about these being kids, uh, they brought it up on the Packers official podcast of like look at David Bakhtiari when he came in and look at Kenny Clark yeah. when he came in and just how small they were and then you see a guy like TJ Slayton who is an yeah. absolute unit yeah. absolute animal. and if you think he hasn't even grown into his body yet he's got to get his technique down now like size doesn't always equal athleticism and goodness but you know certainly he has all the tools there at that position to offer an immediate impact which is really exciting yeah. to see and um, well, especially for Slayton like mm. the annoying thing is the, the, and again, the critics were going, or the scouts were saying, well, he's inconsistent. They're all inconsistent. Yeah. Of course they're Do you know inconsistent. What it is? Do you know what it is, Daryl? It's this cancel culture crap, right, where people look at something and, and they go, well, you're not perfect, so yeah, you should be cancelled now. And it's it's so yeah. odd that this, there's this expectation of perfection, you know, that they're supposed to be good at all things. And it's yeah. it, that's the way society's gone, unfortunately. That Like, for instance, they were talking about Amari Rogers and the fact that you know, it was. It's like he's on a different level with catching punts because he did it in high school. He did it at the highest level in college. He has a low center of gravity. I mean, the guy looks like a dream. He's not. People keep saying he's a he's a slot receiver.
receiver. And then I, I saw something that said, oh, well, you know, where is the extra depth? We've only got him, then who, who else do we have? And I'm like, well, first off, it's one more than what you were saying we had last year. And also, don't forget, Devontae Adams is probably the best slot receiver in the league. So there's that. Yeah. Um, so, but as well as I look at the jet sweep stuff, this is a guy who's basically... Um, you know, Austin, but pack on an extra 20, 30, 40 pounds of pure raw, like muscle and his younger age and all the rest. So, I mean, talk about a gadget guy, talk about a jet sweep guy and a pre-snap motion guy. The thing is, this LaFleur offense has changed now. Um, and so mm-hmm. when people keep thinking, oh, we need the pure wide receiver, we absolutely don't. And that was absolutely, absolutely proven. Yeah. Uh, but Amari Rogers, and one of the criticisms I saw was, is like, oh yeah, he's been unbelievable. He's, he's, you know, he's way quicker when you see him, he just stands out and all this. You know, he did drop one when it came to the quarterback drills. And I'm like, all right, he's yeah, a, going, oh, like, it's oh fine. no, write him off. Yeah, Shoot him. It's fine. Down. It's fine. And I know it sometimes it's good to temper expectations. Yeah, I mean, the other the other thing as well, and again all all the criticisms you're seeing, so Shamar John Charles, Cole Van Linen, mm. uh, Isaiah McDuffie, who's Irish obviously. Yeah. Hundred percent. Or Scottish had a push. I mean at an absolute push. No McDuffie's uh, uh, I think it's County Clare. County Clare. Yeah, we're taking it. Um but everyone said, Oh they're they're all too small. What? Yeah. Like Oh, and guess what? Myers, do you know what? Yeah. It's too big. <laughs> Six yeah. foot five, he's too, he's too big there. Yeah, too big. Yeah. It's unwieldy. But it's this sort of thing of, there's a massive difference. Now, I know very little. What what I know about college football, you can put on the back of a stamp. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, the, the analogy I like to use all the time is, you're getting these kids out of college, they've done all their theory, then you're putting them to work in an actual job. It's a different thing. The employer's looking at these kids, they're taking them on for a reason. Mm-hmm. They're going to develop them the way they want them to be developed. They see you know what, in that position, he's in the wrong position, we're going to move him back into centre or whatever. It's that sort of thing, again, and we keep banging on about it in this podcast, but can we just once give the coaching staff at Green Bay, you know, the leeway to maybe they know what they're doing? What? Um, and, you know, just... What? I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out Look, there. Uh, we, and maybe they know what they're going to develop. No, hold on. They're not all going to work out. It's very hard to talk about these kids now, right? And people mm. are going, oh, they're going to be in the squad. This is where they're going to sit in the roster. You can't. They're kids. Yeah. Some of them are going to work out. Some of them aren't. But if we just got one or two gems out of this uh, haul, I'd be happy. Yeah, it's so funny too because it's so, um, you know, one track minded of, of looking at air draft and not looking at anybody else's and then just yeah. oh, micro analyzing where do we stand with this type of stuff. But as you say, I mean, you know, the, the expectation that a good quarterback or a good coach leads to definite Super Bowls has been skewed and forever ruined by Tom Brady and Bill yeah. Belichick. And it's the same with sort of rookie um, players it's been ruined by the fact that some of these sucky franchises have had to get their first round quarterback first pick second pick third pick guy and throw him into the fire straight away and expect him to perform and usually at positions that's not what you want to do you don't want to draft for immediate need you want to be able to draft mm. kind of the position yeah. that we're in with Stokes right where we can sit him behind Kevin King um, and make him learn and again not really sitting behind because he will definitely see playing time but it's that type of thing of that you shouldn't be asking too much of your rookies because you can you know like a fragile child you know if you give them too much at, a, at an early age I guess you can kind of break their mindset sometimes because it yeah. puts them on this trajectory where they're almost putting out fires instead of having the chance to sit back and learn um, that's true and I look at Keith Earls actually when he went on his Lions tour before he even got permanent starting for yeah. Munster at the time uh, he hadn't even played for Ireland I think that puts a lot of pressure on a kid yeah. uh, and, and obviously then if you look at Shamar uh, he's too small obviously uh, <laughs> but he's smart aware and quick yeah. but you know I think the point is there as well a bit like what we're talking about um, with Rogers and Stokes if you look at Shamar so you know can he challenge Jackson and J- Shannon Sullivan straight away probably yeah 
and that's another key point you, you want them there for the future but you also want them to play to give these old dogs a few new tricks mm. yeah I mean it's intriguing There's there'll be more stories coming out I think we'll do a, a more of a deep dive into the NFC North and the state of the franchise you yeah. might get on some guests and some journals from the Athletic and elsewhere um, just to give us a rundown of how they see it because Schneid. it has yeah. Uh, for Green Bay um, and stuff like that and again uh, if we can sort of drag on some other uh, big guys then we, we'll do that too just to sort of get a real glimpse not of too big though not too big not too big well not just yeah we don't want Myers because we don't want to we don't want the host that's two inches too big um, no that cut, just, that went anyway, that went a weird make us look silly it would make us look way yeah. too small I think that also took a weird innuendo turn there and I think we didn't swiftly move on yeah. we don't want the host yeah. two inches too big so here no. we go well, no. uh, so if you want the information on the trip uh, hit the website if you want to follow himself at Daryl J O'Brien me at the Diddy NFL at UK Packers on all the socials as well finally and no one listens well I, I say no one listens but you can see the metrics that they do uh, the Raz Raz, Raz, Raz. It, there's a few days left now to sign up and if you do then you're immediately in the draw for that massive Brett Favre signed photo um, the Rash and Gary Chrome and the Jerry Kramer signed pick all unbelievable items oh. I want the Jerry Kramer because he has Hall of Fame on it which is rare enough because you know, um, I love Jerry ridiculous. and the big man himself Lombardi's in that photo too which you can't beat delish, um, delish. so do get in on that because every honestly the last uh, I don't know how many people that signed up said oh I was one of those ones that you were talking about where I sat on the fence and just didn't do it the Patreon sign up as I said, you get on, it takes literally a minute um, and then you forget about it. And then all of a sudden I'm asking you for your postal address and sending you over merch that's worth yeah, literally don't, hundreds don't and hundreds. Don't sit on the fence. Don't. Life is too short. It is. Life is too short. Right. So from us, uh, till next week, it's Go Pack Go. I'll see you.